Okay, and we're back for another episode of the Impact Sports Podcast with me, Daniel Reban. We got Ellis and Mike. And today we've actually had a big week before, big weekend, I mean. Um, we actually had the Tyson Fury Deontay Wilder fight. And wow, I mean, you got tell, tell tell everybody what I predicted the fight was going to go. Yeah, you said Fury was going to win. I know, but I liked Wilder going into the fight. I don't know. I just, you know, all his wins have basically been KOs, and I just liked his chances against Fury. But now, Fury was the better fighter this fight. He just came out right off the gate. He was cornering him the whole fight, and yeah, Wilder really just did not have a chance. I'm surprised he even lasts that long, but I give it to him. He was holding his own. He was staying up, but he was just taking a pounding all game. Fury wanted it more. That's just what it comes down to. And, yes, I, I did predict Fury to win. I predicted him to win in unanimous decision. I didn't say he was going to get knock, knock him out. I predicted he was going to win nine, 9 out of the 12 rounds. But it was just crazy to see. Like, um, coming into the fight, um, Fury said he was going to weigh 270 pounds and he was going to knock him out in the second round. And I'm like, ooh, wow, this guy's confidence is sky high. After coming back two years ago, remember, two years ago, he was 400 pounds. That is crazy. And he came that that was his first fight back after 400 pounds was the first fight and he basically got robbed mo- most people say because he got dropped twice but other than that he had a flawless fight in that first fight after coming back and I don't know Ellis what did you think about the fight I mean it's definitely obvious that Tyson Fury he just completely dominated that matchup against Wilder I just think it's crazy how Fury, he literally told everyone what he was going to do before the fight started, and he did and everything. nobody believed him. He did everything that he said he would do. Usually you say stuff, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, but then usually things don't turn out the way you plan. Everything he said he was going to do, he did it, and he just absolutely dominated Deontay Wilder in that matchup. And I'm with Mike. I did actually lean towards picking Wilder um, before the fight happened. Just because, like, he was undefeated going in, and he literally knocked out everyone. So I, that's what I was kind of banking on. But, hey, you got to give credit. Tyson Fury, he showed up. He was not afraid of the challenge. Looked like Wilder. He was just overwhelmed. And, honestly, that, that's what did him in in this fight. And the, the thing with uh, Fury, he, he actually hired a new coach seven weeks out because he wanted to knock, knock out uh, Deontay Wilder. And you can obviously look at the stats as well. Like, the stats prove it, too. He outlanded him in power punches 58 to 18. That, that, that's, a huge, that's a huge. That's huge. And he knocked, knocked Deontay Wilder down twice. He's only been knocked down once in his career, and that was in 2010. So, like, like he came out, and he showed the world what he could do. And, um, of course, this is the second time he snapped uh, a fighter's 10, 10 um, fight uh, streak of uh, ten or pl- ten, ten plus fights, I believe. Yeah, he he ended uh, Deontay Wilder's and uh, Vladimir Klitschko. First time he won the lineal title. So now, and it, also he's the second heaviest to win a heavy ti- heavyweight title at two hundred seventy three pounds. So we'll see where we go from here. Um, Wilder does have thirty days to formally request a mandatory rematch. So we could see a trilogy fight. I don't know. Would would you guys want to see a trilogy fight if if anything happened? I would like to see one, but I think before a trilogy, I would rather see Wilder fight someone else 
because to just come right back after getting destroyed by Fury and then to face him again so quickly, I don't think that's the best idea. I think he's better off facing someone else, kind of get get back on top first, maybe fight a guy, maybe fight a guy like Anthony Joshua. I would I would be on board with that. Fight fight someone else first because Fury, he could he could have won both of those matchups against Wilder. Like there was a draw in the first one, then yesterday he yesterday he just completely destroyed him or Saturday rather. He he just completely destroyed him. So I would fight someone else first, but I would not be opposed to a rematch between the two of them. And yeah, that that's what everybody's looking for is the Anthony Joshua Tyson Fury matchup to unify all the titles once again. They haven't been unified since Tyson Fury beat Vladimir Klitschko in 2015. So I think that would be like the fight of the year. Like I think this that fight would be bigger than this fight. Um, the Zone already came out, tweeted after the fight that this is the next fight that they want to get. So we could see it within within a year. Hopefully, that would be great. So. That's that. Um, now we go on to more news surrounding the NFL where they've come out and they have a proposed change to the format of scheduling where they would have th- only three preseason games from four. They would extend the regular season by one to 17. And then they would also um, have two more playoff teams in the mix and then only one by team. So whoever finishes... First in the conference would get the bye. Now I don't know. I, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I actually like this. Maybe the players don't like it, but like for a fan, like this is better for me because it's more games. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I would definitely be on board with this. I think it would make the league like a lot more competitive because now only only two teams get the bye, and then more teams will have a chance to get in the playoffs. Like I think that's. That would really make for an interesting playoffs. Like, we would probably see a lot of teams that we haven't seen previously. Like, because there's a lot of teams that are sort of middle of the pack that kind of always miss the playoffs and stuff like that. And I just think matchups would be, like, how crazy would it be if, like, the Patriots get knocked off by, like, uh, a team like the Titans or something. Like, like one of those lower, like, playoff teams in the Titans, they shocked everyone this year. But nobody thought, like, a wild card team was going to go that far. So, like, I think we would have more of that. And I think it would make the league much more competitive. And, hey, maybe my Jets could snag one of those last spots and uh, make some noise in the playoffs. So you never know. Ellis, what do you think about it? Yeah, I'm right there with you, Mike. I'm definitely on board with this from a fan's perspective. I get where, like, the players are coming from. They might not be on board with this because it's an extra game that takes a toll on their body. I know they're really concerned about player safety. So I get where they're coming from, but from a fan perspective, I'm definitely on board with this because every year we always have like that fringe team that's like on the cusp of making the playoffs, but then they always fall just short. They go like eight and eight, nine and seven, and it's like with this added with this added spot for a playoff for a playoff spot, it makes it that much more interesting, and it makes the regular season like week sixteen, week seventeen, it would make it more interesting because you have more teams that are in contention. And it'll go down to the wire. Makes more games important, and so I think an extra playoff game. I think that would be really good to see. Yeah, I, I like the idea of the the extra game and the extra like teams being able to qualify to playoffs because I've he- I've heard this notion of oh yeah now the regular season is just going to be more watered down, but I think it's the opposite effect because now 
um, more teams are actually trying to get into the playoffs. Right. Like how? Like how could it be watered down when you have more teams that have a shot at making the playoffs? Wouldn't that just make more games important? Yeah, and now and now only one team gets that buy. So now every team is going to be fighting for that buy in the in the last three games of the season. So you're probably not going to see where oh in years past where week seventeen people were resting their their star players. You won't. I I don't think, in my opinion, you won't see that anymore because that that game might actually matter. They might need that game to get that first round by, which in the last um, like ten years, almost every team that's won the Super Bowl had that by. So I just think this would be a good thing for the league. Obviously, we see the players players union fighting back on it, so we might not see it for like a couple of years. But I don't know. I I just think this would generate more money and. Already more money going into the game. Like, this just could be more money into the players' uh, checkbook. So, I don't know. That's just my opinion. Uh, obviously, you guys heard what they had to say about it. But now, we'll go into some more football. We have the XFL, which just finished their third week of the season. And I don't know what the, like, grasp off of three weeks. It's just been up and down, if you guys know what I mean. Like, DC 2-0 going into into this game riding on all cylinders Cardell Jones you know perfect and then in this game against LA who has not won a game yet throws four interceptions Uh, do you guys know what to take from the XFL so far I mean I think it's gonna take some time for them sort of to be like an established like association like but like I think it's it's going well so far. I mean, what do you really expect? The competition's not gonna be NFL like. Oh yeah, no, no but, doubt. But there's gonna be some good players like a Cardell Jones. But you gotta understand, before the XFL, Cardell Jones' last opportunity was what a third stringer. Yeah, he was a he was a third stringer on yeah. like what Buffalo something yeah. like that. So like he's gonna be rusty. He's not gonna go out there and kill it every single week. You know, there's going to be new guys, new young guys that kind of explode. There's going to be some guys who take regression because he's still a young quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand, like, he's probably been one of the better players in the XFL. But, like, the talent level is a drop-off. It is what it is. So, I think, you know, you should compare it to kind of like the G League. Like, the G League has some good players in it, but, like, it's kind of a drop-off. But I think I think it's good for the NFL because now we get to watch the NFL – Basically, because we get to watch football more, because NFL season is rather short, if in my opinion. But now we have the XFL, so like we have football on. So I think that fans should really appreciate this. And I think at the end of the first year, it's going to be a major success, and the XFL is going to be good for a couple of years. You know. I actually had a question for you guys. I, I I know I've brought this up to you guys before, but I want to get this like public. What would you guys think of a minor league NFL, like? What what would you guys like out of that? I would be on board with it. I mean, because we see, we see it in all these other sports. We see it in basketball. We see it in baseball. Uh, hockey has it, if, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, yeah, I would love for that to happen in the NFL because you know there's so many there's so many injuries that players go through, like nagging injuries that can keep them out of games, and it's like you end up being shorthanded. But then if you have like a minor league team. Or you can maybe go down and call up a guy for like that particular game that Sunday. I think it would be beneficial for your team, and it also gives other players like a chance to play at another level. Because like the XFL, the XFL is great, and I'm <clears throat> I'm definitely a fan of it. 
but to have like a minor league football team minor league football teams during the season where you can kind of just like bring up guys send guys down during the season because of injuries and whatnot I think that's I think that would be a win-win for everyone so I would definitely be on board with that it definitely would help out like teams with a lot of younger players that just can't get into the games because they have star players in front of them. You draft like right now you draft young players and then they have to sit on the bench for like a couple of years then wait to get their opportunity. But if you have a minor league system, you can draft them and he goes directly there and he can get PT and then it's more film and more experience for him to maybe get in to that spot earlier for him. You know what I mean, Mike? No, I 100% agree with you. Like, like players often draft, like, a young quarterback, per se, but, like, they have their starter for, like, the next couple of years. Exactly. And that young quarterback has to sit and watch, basically, for three years to, like, learn the system and whatnot. And then you throw him in there, and he doesn't light the world on fire, and you're like, why is this? Because the guy hasn't been playing. Yes, he's been practicing, but he has no in-game action. Practice doesn't mean anything. Practice is just practice. Like, the XFL, if you just send him to the XFL for a couple years, and then when his time is up, he will be in playing shape, and he will have that experience. Even though it's on the NFL, it's still next-level experience. So I think it would be great. And it would give these players really something to play for if they know, like, hey, I can get called up tomorrow and be in the NFL if I go if I go to the XFL and I ball out like I know I can. Like now it's just kind of like we're in the XFL, it is what it is. Like I'm not saying guys from the XFL aren't going to get signed or maybe like a tryout, but this farm team system would really establish that and just give them something more to play for in my opinion. But it also would give those older guys like another chance at redemption. Like they could be coming off an injury and then you sign a minor league contract with a team and then you ball out and they're like, Oh, well, there you True, go. True, like you can get Johnny Football in there, like someone who's been <laughs> amazing in college, not good at the pro level. Maybe he goes to the XFL and he has some he has some good games. Then you know what? We'll get Johnny Menzel as a backup. We'll give him another shot. I, I agree. So it's not just for young developing players. Awful players who maybe had some success in the NFL, but it kind of was short-lived. So I, I like I like how you put that. But then also, like, it's not for, like, we're not saying this is for, like, Oh, yeah, Chase Young should go down to the minor league and play. No, no, no. He's getting drafted to play day one. We're talking about, oh, yeah, maybe, yeah, that quarterback that's going to sit behind Tom Brady for, for like, five years, put him down there. Or maybe, like, you know, later round picks, they go down there and then ball out. But um, it's, it's, it's not going to be, obviously, like, it, it would take a lot for this to happen. It's probably not ever going to happen. But, like, I... I don't know. We we just think this would be like a great idea for the NFL. Um, and then other stuff that happened this week. Um, uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but in um, the Carolina Hurricanes Toronto Maple Leafs game, um, they had to bring out an emergency goalie. So I don't know if that. Do you guys know what that means at all? I'm assuming it's a guy that's not prepared to play the goalie position, and then he has to come in and suit up. Okay. So so basically, in certain situations. Every team has an emergency goalie on standby. So basically at the beginning of the season, they try out and they'll hire them. So they're they're there. So if, if all the goalies... So like this guy's not on the team at all. So like um, basically if, if all the goalies magically get hurt from any team, then this guy comes in. So basically up in Toronto, they had their, their goalie basically... Their their emergency goalie had to play for Carolina, so he came in. He's a forty two. He's forty two years old, 
and he drives the Zamboni for the minor league team. Damn. So he comes in. There, I believe they were up three. Carolina's up three goals. Obviously, he gives up two goals. And then he actually gets the win. How does that even make sense? How so, how so, does he get the win? So basically, um, he he gave up two goals, and so basically, um, they they scored. I believe they might have scored another goal, but like he got the win. So it was just a wild scene on on like NHL Twitter. Obviously, it's a great story for the guy. Like that that would be his only game probably he'll ever play in his life, and he got a win out of it. So I don't know. I just felt like that was a good story. Other news in the NHL, Ovechkin scored a 700 goal. Good for him. Only only eighth person ever to score 700 goals in his career. And he's the second fastest to do it, other than, you know, the great one, Wayne Gretzky. But he actually has a real shot at breaking Wayne Gretzky's record. I believe Wayne Gretzky's on 894 goals. Ovechkin's on 700. Obviously, you know, it's a real shot, but... You know, if anybody was to break it, it was going to be Ovechkin. Ellis, do you? Well, Ovechkin, he, he's an aging player now, right? He's, I believe, so, 34, 35. So how many more years would he have to play to probably to have a realistic shot at breaking uh, Gretzky's record? Well, I was doing the math, and um, already this season, he's 34. He's got 40, 42 or 43 goals, and there's still, like, 20 games left. So he could get maybe 10 more, something like that. So he has to average, I believe, 42 goals for four or five years to break it. But, I mean, obviously we've seen players play into their 40s and have really good track records in the NHL. Like, uh, it's just weird with the NHL. You'll just see, like, oh, yeah, he's 40, still still doing work. Uh, Mike, did you have anything to say on that? Yeah, I mean, like you said, I think if there's one guy to do it, it is him. He's kind of like a... I wouldn't say maybe like LeBron James esque of the NHL, like where he's in his thirties and he's still playing at this very high level. But like, yeah, like I think he's got a shot to do it. Will he do it? I don't really think so because I think he's gonna regress in these next coming years. He's still gonna be relevant. He's still gonna be a very good NHL player. But regardless, he's a Hall of Famer and he's oh, one of the best. No, no question. One of the best to ever do it in the sport. So like, my I have utmost respect for him and his this accomplishment is huge. My my thing, I think he gets number two. I think he gets number two, I agree. and then he misses it by like. 30 goals. It's just... It's going to be close, but, you know, oh. you got to understand injuries are a thing and all that stuff. But yeah. like like you said, if he makes a long playoff run, like, that'll help. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like... Well, playoff goals don't count, but, like... Oh, they don't really count. Oh, but but if, if... If he... I don't know. I just feel like he, he could be, like, Yarmir Yager, who played until he was, like, 43. So, like, we'll, he, we'll see. He could do that. I don't think he's going to be that type of player, like, play that long. But, I mean... He does have the talent for it, so we'll wait and see. Because he could also just explode one season and get a ridiculous amount of goals. So I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, he he's led the league in goals the past two years, yeah. so he could do that for another four years and get up there. So we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens from there. Um. So yeah. Other than that, that's pretty much it. Um. Do we have anything going on this weekend that we can talk about next week? So like, what's going on in sports? I mean, well, it's we're pretty much at the halfway point of the NBA season, so next week we'll probably get into some early playoff predictions and yeah. whatnot. See, um, 
see who's looking like it. Everyone's giving um, a lot of attention to the eighth spot in the Western Conference. Apparently, the Pelicans are like two games out uh, behind the Grizz, so everybody wants to see that Zion-LeBron matchup. Yeah. And I would like to see it too. So we're really – I okay, so I think Jaws the rookie of the year. Oh, yeah. But nice. we're really going to see this rookie of the year race get close. Like if Zion's able to lift that team to the eighth spot over Morant and the Grizzlies – He's gonna he's gonna run for that rookie of the year. So be honest, whoever makes the playoffs, I think gets it. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like this latter half of the season's really gonna shake it down. So I mean, yeah, Lakers Pelicans, fun matchup. Would love to see it. No one's talking about the Bucks right now. The Bucks have the best record in the league, and they're looking insane. I mean, they do this every year. They have the best record in the league, and obviously they have the best record in the league. So nobody's really gonna talk about them because yeah. we know what they are. There's no Kawhi in the East now, though. So. Hopefully, we'll see Giannis in that finals playing for the big trophy. So, we'll wrap more of that up next week. And then, um, probably more XFL. We have the Combine we'll talk about, probably. Um, actually, news from the Combine. Chase Young will not be participating. He'll just be doing interviews and his medical. That's it. Right, right. So, I mean, obviously, everybody knows he's going to go number two. So, there's really nothing much for him to do. So we'll just recap that uh, all next week, probably either Monday or Thursday. So other than that, guys, uh, we'll see you next week. So peace. I'll twenty one minutes. Yep. Wait, they'll probably be.